Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Elite Wire online magazine podcast series, a community of specialized publicity, branding, marketing, and media professionals, as well as lifestyle experts to share principles of success. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the innovative national firm that is famous for creating powerful top market radio, TV, print, and online media campaigns, all with guaranteed deliverables. Our experts share their valuable insight, knowledge, and experience to help you achieve your optimal potential. We encourage listeners to share this podcast throughout their social communities to help others discover the insider strategy that can make a difference to their own success. And today, we are talking with Nancy Christie. She has been in the writing business since the mid-1980s and has been a full-time writer since 1996. While she began her career writing for newspapers and magazines, she now specializes as a copywriter for advertising agencies and public relations firms. So she also presents workshops and talks on the creative and business aspects of being a writer. Nancy is the author of the award-winning Rut-Busting Book for Writers, The Gifts of Change, and Traveling Left of Center and Other Stories, with two more books forthcoming, Rut-Busting Book for Authors and Peripheral Visions and Other Stories. So, Nancy, thank you so much for taking time out to be here with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. So why don't we get started by you telling our listeners all about the freelance industry. You've been doing that full-time for more than two decades. How has it evolved in that time? Well, when I first started out, I was doing uh, article writing, you know, primarily from, for the magazines. And uh, at the time, the assignments were plentiful and well-paying. But uh, post-recession, the competition was much harder, in part because so many magazines had shut down, and also because I was competing with uh, the same editors who used to assign me projects and who were now freelancing themselves. So that's when I actually made the switch to focus more on copywriting for ad agencies, for clients, uh, that type of thing, versus pitching magazine ideas. And what would you say has made this a better avenue for an income? I mean, like you said, it's so competitive. It is, but the good part is there's always work. I mean, there's there's always businesses out there who are looking for copy either for marketing materials, for their websites, and ad agencies and PR firms really need a steady source of content for their clients. So they're looking for writers who are experienced, who can write the kind of, of materials and, and supply the kind of information that they need. Um, the other advantage from my standpoint is I have a lot more control over the rate and the terms. You know, when you wrote for magazines, they told you how much they were going to pay you and when they were going to pay you. But when you're working with um clients you it's more of a collaboration you you decide together okay this is a reasonable rate and what the terms are going to be and um i think it's a lot more equitable it's certainly a lot more profitable um another really nice thing is you know over the years with with the advantages or with the advances in technology we have things like video conferencing so for clients who feel more comfortable with kind of a face to face arrangement you no longer have to travel to the location. We could do a video conference. They see me, I see them. 
it makes for a, a, a warmer, um, a more comfortable relationship. And um, it also allows us to discuss some projects a little bit better since we're kind of sitting around a virtual conference table. Now, Nancy, why do you think you've been successful as a freelance copywriter? And if people are out there listening and they're like, you know, maybe I want to do that too, what does it take to be one? Well, I think uh, for me in particular, having that background in magazine and, and newspaper writing was a definite asset. When I when I first started really reaching out to the corporate clients, I could provide them with articles, you know, bylined articles, and, and they would see, oh, you know, she appeared in these publications, whether they were industry publications or consumer publications. So that gave them a level of reassurance. But I really think, um, and of course I can write, that always, that always helps, but um, I, I think one of the biggest pluses I bring to the table is simply because I understand business and about being in business. I know how important it is to meet deadlines and satisfy expectations. And if I don't deliver what my agency clients want, then their clients aren't going to be happy and that hurts everybody down down the road. I mean, you know, that was one of the things when you're working for magazines, you had to adhere to deadlines. And that's something that corporate clients really like is the fact that, you know, I'm I'm providing that um that assurance that, you know, if you tell me that you need something by a certain date, I will provide it by a certain date. You don't have to worry that it's going to be 2 weeks late, which throws everybody's schedule off. That's really important. Um, but I think another big advantage, too, is the fact that I like to interview people. I like to talk to people. And, you know, it's, it's fascinating to find out why people pursue the kind of businesses they do, why they develop the kind of proj uh, products that they do. And when you're excited about what the client or the client's client is doing, then everybody gets excited, and it comes across in your writing. It makes it uh, far more alive. So that's you just have to be very comfortable talking with people because so much of the corporate writing business does involve that type of of being able to communicate with people and and get the information that you need to really um, ultimately provide a good written piece. So Nancy, you talked a lot about the difference between. Um, being uh, a staff writer and then also working for magazines, freelance, you know, and calling your own shots is something that as a copyright, a freelance copyright writer, uh, you, sa you said that you can do a lot more of that. And so how d is that? I mean, that sounds great, but what are what are the drawbacks? What do people who are maybe thinking about this, you know, they, they should know about the reality of freelance life? Well, you know, it's really funny. I, I do so many workshops. I, I have one in particular called Making Money with Words, which is about, you know, how, how you can pursue a career as a freelance writer. But the first thing I emphasize to people is while it can be very lucrative, it's not easy. Um, as a freelancer, you always have to have one eye on the assignment that you're working on at that moment and the other eye on all the possible future projects. And that means you need to always be building in time to prospect for new clients and to stay in touch with those for whom you've worked in the past. You need to be very comfortable selling yourself. You know, I, I tell people, 
basically when you're a freelancer, you are always job hunting. You you can't sit back and say, well, you know, I have this this particular assignment. It's going to take me a month to complete, so I don't have to worry about it because when you're a freelancer and that job is done, you're done. You leave. You know, the agency because you're not on staff, you don't have a regular salary you can count on. So you should never wait until your current project is completed before you start looking for the next one. You know, ideally, you want to have multiple projects in your pipeline so you don't run out of work because when you run out of work, you run out of money. You know, so it's (laughs) those are I mean, it's and and it's amazing how many people um, find that the most intimidating part. They feel very secure in their writing ability. But what they don't feel secure about is actually going out, is actually making the contacts, um, making the cold calls, meeting strangers either in person or on the phone. They they just uh, that, that seems to be the big stumbling block. And if you're not prepared to sell yourself, then you're probably not going to succeed because you can't count on somebody else doing the job for you. I mean, you might get a few referrals here and there, but on the whole, it's up to you to make sure that you go out, you stay in touch with people, and you let them know that hey, I'm I'm here. Give me a job. I'm ready to roll. So that sounds like your maybe your top tip would be to always have your eye on your next assignment. Um, so what would be some of your other tips for people thinking of pursuing a freelance career? As much as possible, you want to have a regular schedule. Um, this can be challenging for people who are maybe changing from going into uh, working in an office, you know, having a regular nine-to-five job or whatever, and now suddenly they're freelancing out of their home office. Um, if you need to be very disciplined, it is absolutely essential that you be disciplined, that you maintain a regular work schedule. I mean, I am in my office usually by five o'clock in the morning, and I have some book projects that I work on first. By eight thirty, nine o'clock, I'm on client time, and from that time till about five. It's client time. You know, I I don't, I may have to, you know, break to go here or there. um, But for the whole, on the whole, I I maintain a a pretty definite schedule. However, however, I always like to qualify that because one of the best parts about being a freelancer is if you have other obligations, it does give you that flexibility where if something occurs, in your personal life where you need to have maybe a little less work or take some time off, you can do that. I've had to do that in in my own case um, with both my parents. My mother was diagnosed with cancer back in 1999. And because I was a freelancer, I was able to travel to where my parents lived, first in Florida and then in California, took my laptop with me, continued to work. But if I needed to take a week break because my mother needed me and I, you know, felt that was my priority, I could do that. I I would not have been able to be gone so much if I was working uh, on staff somewhere, if I had to actually show up every day. 
um, during the last three years of, of his life, my dad lived with me. And again, it was one of those situations where because I was a freelancer, I could adjust my schedule so that I could meet his requirements, meet my clients' requirements, and um, everybody got what they needed, and I felt better because I was there for my dad. So, you know, there there are definite advantages to being a freelancer, um, especially if, if all you're looking for, too, is just some part-time work, if you're not looking at this to replace a full-time salary. But in any case, whether you're doing it full-time, part-time, you do have to really be um, dependable. Your clients need to know that if they give you a job, barring any extreme situation, unexpected situation, which can occur, they can count on you because the first time you let the client down might be the last time you get a chance to do some work for that client. So it it is really, really important to to know yourself, to know how disciplined you are, how reliable you're going to be, and then decide whether or not freelancing is, is a good path for you to pursue. Well, Nancy, you've given our listeners a lot to think about if they were thinking of freelancing. It's not as easy as it sounds or as glamorous as it sounds, of course, but if you can handle it, it could be a wonderful, wonderful career choice. So thank you for sharing with us. And I want to tell everybody, of course, to learn more about Nancy Christie. You can visit her website, which is nancychristie.com, Nancy C H. R-I-S-T-I-E, nancychristie.com, where you can sign up for her newsletters, read her blogs. Also, check out her most recent book on Amazon, Rut Busting Book for Writers. And you can also follow her on Twitter at nchristie underscore O-H, nchristie underscore O-H. Nancy, thanks again. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was really a lot of fun. And this podcast is brought to you by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, creator of the Elite Wire online magazine. You can learn more about Annie Jennings at AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.